Good morning and welcome to The Breakfast Show. You are listening right across Australia on 87.6, 87.8 or 88 on the Faith FM Network. And you are joined by Danuta and Lawson. Lawson, how are you this morning? What are you I, grateful for? I am so well, Danuta, and I am grateful to be here. I am grateful to... To be here in the studio this morning, I getting to wake up early, come into radio after a day of classes. Yesterday we had our first classes, so I'm. How I'm, did they go? Oh, well, it's it's first week. <laughs> I don't know. Probably many of our listeners have been to uni, and it's first week's it's, always the easiest. It's day. just like <laughs> and we're all sitting down, and the lecturers telling us about how good them their break was uh, and what they got up to. Some and, of them went overseas. I know that. Yeah, that's right. So. I was I was there with uh, one of my lecturers, Emmanuel, who's showing me pictures from an Alaskan glacier that he oh. went to. So I was like, that's amazing. Unbelievable. Cool. And uh, and then they're just like, oh, guys, here's the the UI, you know, unit information. This is what we're doing this semester. Da, da, da. Have a good day. So that, that was pretty much yesterday. I'll probably have a similar thing today. Yeah. And then probably, you know, Thursday, Thursday is is my last day of classes, and we might start to get into you know some some actual work. But up until then, like you know, it's it's really just the week for opening all your unit informations, sorting out all your stuff, mm. putting it into an assessment calendar, and just making sure you've got a handle on all the things. So wow. we're, 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 we are truly we're chilling, that, we're living our best life. That's really good. That's How really are you doing good. this morning, Danita? Um, I'm all right, but we had a bit of a sad event last night because oh. we had to take our dog to the vet. And then we had to go to the vet emergency department and sorry, the animal emergency department. Mm -hmm. And she's in overnight with an IV possible abscess and stuff. Mm. So unfortunately, yeah, not too great there, but hopefully good today. Yeah, I hope so. (laughs) Oh, you showed me pictures of your dog earlier and it's like, Face is all swollen. Oh, That's she's sad. Poor doll. Nah, she'll <laughs> she'll pull through. I, I believe it. Yeah. But hey, we are going to get into some weather now. And coming up on our show today, we have Jennifer Skuse once again on how the brain works. Um, she's just fantastic in mm. that. I love her stuff. The news: we've got new findings for people with pancreatic cancer. Jamie Fox and embezzlement is what we're covering in our Bible study. We're continuing Ephesians four about the exalted Christ and giver of gifts. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. That was Blanka Holcomb with something better and Torrin <laughs> Wells. Now, we, you, I did the same as you did the other day. It's Blanka, not Bianca, but it yeah. looks like Bianca. So it's actually Blanka and Torrin Wells with something better better hey lawson it's come time mm-hmm. hey we're giving away three giveaways this week Absolutely. which is so exciting of course you know when when people answer the quiz uh questions they go in the draw that mm-hmm. goes on um, friday usually we give out one prize this week we're going for three so keep mm-hmm. them coming in we've got preaching from the grave but take it away with the first quiz question please absolutely our first quiz question for today finish this bible verse the lord gave and the lord has taken away Blessed be. Oh, that's such a blank, point. blank, 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 blank. <laughs> if, you, if you know the answer to that one, zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. If you didn't catch text. how many blanks, there's five blanks. <laughs> I, I, I might have. I might have said the right, wrong amount of blanks. So hey, again, finish the Bible verse. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be. 
blank, 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 blank. Oh, yes. Zero four nine nine. I like it. Zero six four six six nine is our number. Again, we've got Preaching from the Grave, a story of faith from the Rwandan genocide by Fiditis Nadayam Gabe. This is an incredible book that we are wanting to give to you absolutely for free. As we said, we've got three of them lined up, mm. ready to go. So, guys, you need to get your answers in. This is a competitive quiz. This is maybe one of your best opportunities to win something if you've never won something from here at Faith FM. And it's a fantastic yeah. prize as well. An amazing story coming out of how someone was able to stand for what they believe in despite one of the most horrific and tragic genocides and events that Mm. has maybe happened in the history of our world. So, guys, again, that number 0491-064-669. The Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be blank, 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 blank. (laughs) Lucky you've got enough fingers, eh? That's right. (laughs) 0491-064-669. That's it. And hey, Lawson, where are we going to today? Who yes. are we saying hi to our, We're to our listeners? We're saying hi to Port Macquarie. Shout out Port oh. Mac, New South Wales. One of the most beautiful areas I in Australia. I love Port Macquarie. Absolutely. Hey, zero, they're listening on 87.6 this morning. I've been out to Port Macquarie a fair few times, mm. you know, as, as someone who lives here in Newcastle, like mm. we're so close up the road. So we always drive through there, yeah. always driving past there to go up north. But yeah, it's a, a beautiful beautiful spot particularly getting out to Port Macquarie and you know checking out the coast there it's just Oh, just epic. Oh, isn't it? Because I love the fact that along the whole coastline, there's mm. that walk, but you kind of get a bit of the rainforest as well. Mm. And so, like, for me, when I when I look out and I see that, for me, it just reeks with God, you mm. know, the, the, the ocean and what you see. And, you know, my husband and I were there several weeks ago, and I actually captured several times on – on video on my mm. phone, uh, a whale doing its flips. What are they called? Breaching, you know. Yeah, but just constantly. But it's a great place to go at the moment for whale watching as yeah. well, and especially with this fantastic weather which we've got in New South Wales mm. at the moment. So, yeah, shout out to our listeners in Port Macquarie. Text us in. Let us know on zero four nine one zero six four six six nine what you love of Port Macquarie. How long you've been there? What makes you listen to Faith FM? What do you love about Faith FM? And um, yeah, we're just really glad that we've got listeners out there too. Absolutely. And you guys have been sending in correct answers. We even got a text in from Michaela saying good morning to us. You know, good morning guys. So shout out Michaela listening this morning. Hey, you are listening to The Breakfast Show and Danuna, what is happening in the world of positively different Oh, news? look, some really exciting things. So Lon- London researchers have actually d- um, have found a drug that they think can be used to treat pancreatic cancer. Oh, amazing. Uh, which, you know, with pan- yeah, it is amazing yes. actually because the thing is pancreatic is one of the most lethal ones out of all of those yes, cancers of there. And what's really, really sad is, um, is that around only 4% of people that are diagnosed with pancreatic cancer actually survive up mm. to five years or a little bit over Mm. but there is always you know death at the end for all of them and I've known of you know two cases that of of people that were quite young who have left young families behind Mm. who actually passed away from pancreatic cancer and in one case you know the the person actually passed away within a few months Mm. another one who actually did live for the five years but but it was a lot of trauma for the family Mm. you know and lots of trying to to find out what can actually be be done for it and everything Um, and you know for most people that are actually diagnosed with pancreatic 
cancer. Unfortunately, they're already seriously advanced. In a lot of cases, it can be yes. third or fourth, you know, degree, and has um, and it's spread to other parts of the body. It is commonly mostly with older people in seventy five years plus, but it, of course, it can be with younger people. Um, and and that's I just find that really sad. You know, in the UK, so where they've actually found this, where in fact the professor that invented and developed this drug is Professor Stephen Needle and his group at the University College of London. Mm. And so the exciting thing, they've been doing the research for, for, for a while, but now they've got the green light to go ahead with it. The way it actually works is that the drug has got specific compounds to actually target what they call signal um, sequences wow. uh, that, are in a, that are in high levels in cancer and they're associated with the genes by blood. So, uh, so associated with the genes, I should say, and they actually go in by blocking the signals and so it actually stops the growth of the cancer. Mm. That's what they believe they're finding with this drug, with what they've tested. So the good thing is they've got the green light to go ahead with it now. And so now in what is their autumn, which will be our spring, which is literally around the corner, they're actually going to be starting with this. It'll be interesting really to see what the outcomes will be and what they're believing that it can actually be given about once a week to people. It may not suit everyone, Mm. but they're actually going to to uh, be giving it to people for you know once a week for about three to four months with the hope of it being quite quite effective and I just think that's really fantastic because mm. it's not only traumatic for the person that is diagnosed with the cancer and the impact it has on their lives and their work life and their family life but the families you know just to to be there and supporting through their own trauma is is just really really horrific and especially when there's young young ones involved you know mm. and so and I think the amazing thing is, you know, well, the interesting thing is I thought about this like I thought, well, you know, in the Bible, when we look at it really, or if we look at Christianity overall, we're all infected to a degree with cancer, yeah. mm. you know, and that cancer is sin. Mm. And, you know, the greatest thing for sin or our greatest uh, cure for sin, of course, is Jesus Christ. Absolutely. And I love that, you know. And one of the things I've seen that with people that are, uh, are in the throes even now, you know, say they may be even now that I may know some, but even people that I've seen that have had cancer, those who are believers actually take it quite differently to those who are mm. perhaps no, non-believers. Mm. And the thing is that they have a deep faith and they say, I don't understand it. It is really hard. But what I do know is that God knows the beginning from the end yes. and that beyond the grave, there is something greater. In, in other words, not, not that they're going to go straight to heaven because the mm. Bible doesn't teach that, but that yeah. the Bible teaches that death is in fact asleep. And then we read in First Thessalonians especially that, when Jesus comes, those who have um, died in Christ will be resurrected when he actually comes. And together with those who are alive mm. and believers, we'll, we'll go to heaven together, you know, in Jesus. And so, and the Bible speaks very clearly in so many places. The story of Lazarus speaks of that as well. But I just think it's, it's, it's great that God's even using people on this earth at this time to actually find ways to help other people. And then their own way, they're being 
the hands and feet of Jesus on this earth. Mm, absolutely. And I, I love what you're saying here, you know, from the perspective of how we're able to process trauma and grief, particularly relating to death. Yeah. As a result of being Christians, how it's different. Man, some of the saddest funerals that oh. I've been to have been, because mo- the majority of my family is non-Christian. Right. And particularly, you know, my uh, my uncle on my dad's side, you know, great guy, died mm-hmm. in, in his late 60s which he was still able right. to live a life still but it's young like and still but young. still young still yeah. young with young grandkids right. you know and passed away and just th- how devastating it was mm. and for me you know i i'm i i I sit there and I'm like, oh, guys, there's so much so hope. So much more to it. There's, there's a so, blessed hope to look forward so to. There's so much hope. And, yeah. and it is just so sad to see. And so, you know, obviously I'm hoping and praying for my family that they can yeah. experience that. But yeah. furthermore, yeah, for people in that situation of cancer, it's fantastic to hear, oh, we're finding a cure yeah. for pancreatic cancer, something that is so deadly, so lethal, so and that we haven't lethal. had a, a solution for before and up until. It's like, great, if we can circumvent that, then awesome. But even if we can't, we have this blessed hope Hope. because we're all going to die. We're all going to die. Sin gets all of us. But, hey, uh, we have something to look forward to. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Mm-hmm. Hey Lawson, what's our next quiz question for today? Our next quiz question this morning: Which two apostles did Jesus predict would betray and deny him? Ah, hey zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. Pretty famous figures here. So Very if, famous. If you know the figures. answers, guys, it's time to get in. That's zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. Which two apostles did Jesus predict would? Be- would betray and deny him. And of course, we are giving away an amazing prize this week. We're giving away three of them because they're Yay. so incredible. Wish we could get one, hey, but yeah. I've planned to actually purchase this one this week yeah. myself. Absolutely. <laughs> Preaching from the grave, a story of faith from the Rwanda genocide by Fadidas Nadayam Gabe. This book is incredible. It is about, and I think what's also amazing here is that this person was, you know, in Rwanda back in the nineties. They are mm. a, they're a, they're a, doctor they're a phd uh they're you know a very learned fantastic like and they've got this incredible story of how they stood for their faith during Mm. a time of just absolute horror. Yeah, so, when there was at least around a million people that were actually sorted at the yeah. time. Hey, so hey, zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. Which two apostles did Jesus predict would betray and deny him? Hey, and one of the clues is one of the names is really common these days. Yes, very common. And what is not? <laughs> I, and one and is, one is one not. Is very that- much not. Yeah, for for good and reason. And the other one is well known for what. He did, yeah, in betraying Jesus. So. Yeah, that's right. It's, <laughs> that's it's, a real it's kind of like a, a case of like you know people aren't uh, going out of their way to call their son Adolf at the moment. You know things like <laughs> things like that. It's same kind of vibe. What's up, producer Shell? You had something to say? You guys are making me nervous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're not going to say no, it. No, 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 we're, we're not going to give it away. We're not going to give it away. Give it away. Promise. <laughs> we're not going to do Monica, you know, the other day with her first <laughs> one. I heard that one. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. Listening to the breakfast show this morning, and this morning, hey. We're going to talk about some drama, some celebrity drama. I know you always like talking about drama. That's what what our show has come to this morning. It's celebrity (laughs) drama. No, well, this is celebrity drama that has 
put its foot in the religious space. And so I wanted to talk about it. You know, this is a case that is very much online celebrity. Like if this was in in, in any other different context, it would be something I'd be so, totally unbothered by. Right. But because it's in the online space, uh, but, well, because it's in the Christian space, I'm like, okay, I want to talk about it. And specifically regarding mm. Jamie Foxx. Now, Jamie Foxx, he is a famous actor, famous singer, TV personality, comedian, a comedian these kinds of things, um, you know, known for many roles and whatnot. Uh, so Jamie, Fo- and he's one of those people that are like eternally young. Like he's looked the same for like the last thirty years. He just like doesn't age. Uh, but Jamie Fox is under fire for being an anti-Semite. And can you explain that? So yeah, what yeah. That so, means and, then, so <laughs> essentially, someone who doesn't like or hates Jewish or is racist towards Jewish people. Right. Uh, anti-Semitism is essentially defined as, as as that people who harbor negative feelings towards the Jewish nation. Mm. Uh, now he's described for this because he put a photo, a, a post up on Instagram. It was like a photo with a caption, and the caption reads like this: "Guys, it says they killed this dude named Jesus." What do you think they'll do to you? Hashtag fake friends. Hashtag fake love. Oh, no. So no he's, way. He's put this post <laughs> up on Instagram saying this. And oh. and as a result, he's just been smashed. Like, you're, this is anti-Semitic. This is right. racist. This is terrible. Of course. And the reason for this sentiment is because in the past, mm. uh, Jews have been persecuted and targeted Very for much. that but for that reason. Yeah. For that reason. By yeah, yeah. unfortunately by Christendom. Yeah, and of course it was, you know, when Jesus hung on the cross it was, you know, King of the Jews was it, was put on there too. Yeah. But of course they don't want to acknowledge that they're that that they were part in that of him being crucified. Yeah, that's right. Well you know, the Jews, it was the Jewish nation as a collective, it was the leaders of the Jewish nation at the time. Those leaders made the decision to reject That's Jesus, right. to, to put him on a cross. Yeah. Uh, but then since that, you know, throughout many generations, all the way up, in, including the Holocaust, including very much like the the Ku Klux Klan, for example, a very, uh, we kind of see them as a very like racist group towards, uh, usually towards African Americans, but also mm. especially towards Jewish people. Mm. Like they, mm. they, they're like Jews are the enemies of Christ. Uh, if we look at the Holocaust, it was kind of one of the reasons. But I, I, when it comes to the Holocaust, like I, I'm not really sure about Hitler's religious convictions, but it was definitely used and latched onto as a reason to persecute Jews. Very much. But specifically throughout the era of the Dark Ages as mm. well, that is when Jews were very heavily persecuted mm. by the Roman Church. And they were done so... And they fled from Jerusalem too from, because of the persecution absolutely. and the temple being yeah. destroyed. And so, but Jamie's put this up on Facebook and he's gone to explain him. So he's like, this post had nothing to do with Jews. Like, he's like, he's like, this, this post, cause he doesn't even name Jews in the, in the post mm. here. He's like, this had nothing to do with Jews. And what this is all about is I had a personal friend who kind of like betrayed me. And it's like, oh, hey, if, if people were even willing to, to kill Jesus and betray Jesus, then, then, hey, like, what do you think people would do to do you? And so, interestingly, he's referencing oh. the disciples who are a part of our quiz here. True, so, there so, you go. So, so, he's not referencing the Jews at all, but referencing those those who betrayed Jesus, right? Um, and gave him over to the to you know the leaders of the yeah. Jewish nation who put him on a cross, and obviously they were motivated by a hate for Jesus that spurred out of their want for power mm-hmm. and and their corruption 
again, rather than the, you know, because as a Christian, we can very much see that the Jewish scriptures, like the Old Testament, totally testify that Jesus is the Christ. That's right. Um, and also, and I've talked about here on the show before having experiences with Jews who are coming to a place where, like people who are ethnically Jewish and who are simultaneously ethnically Jewish, but also practicing religious Jews yes. coming to a place where they're recognizing Jesus Absolutely. As, as the Messiah. And, so, and we want to say too here on this show that we recognize that we, we're not against Jews as such. We want to yes. say that. We're just saying what the you know Bible put, uh, says, says in, yeah. in this space, but that we know that there's genuine, really good Jews out there and those who are seeking something more. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's a case of evil people. Yeah. Not... Jews. That's like, it. Like, That's it. Yeah. But it's interesting. In Jamie Foxx's case, his post had nothing to do with Jews. Wow. But it blew up and it became oh. a storm online that he's an anti-Semite. Right. And he's racist. And and this is something that I'm, I'm seeing quite often is these blow-ups online. People taking things that people have said out of context. I Like, people do say awful things online and and there has been, like, just racist things. But, but people, I guess, be, becoming so sensitive in regard regards to these kinds of topics that they will misconstrue anything to yeah. have a go. Yeah. There was recently a case that I saw of a, it was like a, a pop group or something that came out with a song called ETA mm-hmm. and which, what does ETA mean, Danuta? Yeah, no, tell me. Estimated time of arrival. Oh, right? oh yeah. Like, you know, when you're oh, at yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Sorry, you know, yeah, when you're yeah, at the airport and you yeah, see yeah. the screen I went there. blank for that moment, it's, but I know ETA because I've flown here with Adventist Aviation on a small plane and they yeah. would text us ETA, ETA and yeah. the first time I was like, what on earth is that? Yeah, so it's, it's ETA. <laughs> but, but I do know it, yes. That's right. And uh, so they came up with this song called ETA and the song is all about like, oh, you know, wanting to spend time with someone. It's like, what's your ETA? Let's spend time together. <laughs> and the music video for the song was shot in Spain, even though they're not from Spain. True. And and then they started to get accused for promoting terrorism because ETA was a Spanish terrorist group from like the from the 20th century. Now, like these guys are promoting terrorism because they said ETA in Spain. Uh, and like, like any right. person who has a brain, Taken out of and, and these yeah. people aren't Spanish as well. It's like any person with a brain would go ETA means estimated time of arrival. And they're, yeah. like, and they're being now that these like young girls are being accused of promoting terrorism. Jamie Foxx is being accused of promoting anti-Semitism, and it's like guys, like. Calm down. Calm like, down. Like, yeah, please. Yeah. Like, I understand. Look, I get it. Having said that, I'm actually impressed, though, that if people have read it that way, they've actually stood up for what is, you know, right. They're actually sticking, sticking up for the right in that kind yeah. of sense, even though they've inter- interpreted it in the wrong way. But yeah. then, furthermore, even when Jamie Foxx or this pub group or whatever, they defend themselves and they say, that's not what we meant at all, mm-hmm. then it's like it becomes this conspiracy and it's like, oh, no, that's actually what they did mean and no one's taking each other at each other's word anymore. And it, and it just fuels... Hate and I would love to get the, the thoughts of you guys. What do you, what yeah, do you think here? Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. Are we too sensitive online about things that are not meant to be inflammatory? What do you, what do you mm-hmm. think, producer Shell? I think that it's interesting that it's the word they always that yeah. comes up. 
why why is it that people can just take that word they and just be like oh, I know exactly who they're talking yes. about <laughs> and, and isn't, right. isn't that the more racist thing yeah <laughs> that's such a good point because obviously in Jamie Foxx's post as it reads like the caption is they killed this dude named Jesus what do you think they'll do to you mm. and it's like and especially as Christians we understand that as as sinners like our perspective on that is that we've all crucified Christ absolutely Absolutely. We have all participated. What does the Bible say? All have sinned and fall short That's of the glory right. of God. You know, the, yeah. the 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 reason that Jesus died on the cross is because of our sins. Our it's not sins. it's not the Jews' That's fault right. that Jesus and died. And the Romans were involved too. Yeah. There's a whole bunch <laughs> of people yeah, That's involved. right. That's exactly and right. And I love that point, Shell. They read they and they're like, oh, he must be attacking a minority group. So we need mm. to attack him. Yeah. And it's like, guys, like, what what are we doing? Why? What's with the assumptions? What What's with the inflammatory, mm. you know, remarks? Even though it's not in any way supposed to be construed as inflammatory, it's it's an interesting space. But I'm wondering in my head too, what is it that really sparked that off for him other than the fact that he said, you know, his friend did, did something that, that triggered that. Mm-hmm. But you've got to wonder something in the background, you know, what is it where his mind went to to bring that exactly up? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's a popular a friend, reference. Yeah, a friend had just betrayed him, and so he was putting himself in the spot. Well, if they can do it to Jesus, they'll do it to me. Oh, yeah. I understand that. But yeah. what I, you hear what I'm saying is like the fact what that what is it that made him specifically go for the Jews? Do, 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 no, but this is the point. No, no, he didn't what I'm go saying, for the Jews. Sorry, so yeah. I'm, not, I'm saying he put they, <laughs> yeah. but in, enough to imply it for people. You hear where I'm coming yeah. from? Yeah, but this is, <laughs> this is, this is the point. Yeah. Is that it was never pointed at the Jews. No. And it never never went that direction. That's it. It was that people wanted to, (laughs) I I really believe people wanted to insert some kind of victim narrative into what he was saying so that they could be mad at a person for persecution. (laughs) And, and I. People just want to be mad. People just really want to be mad. (laughs) That's that's the case. Hey, let us know what you think. 0491-064669. You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. We're coming up to our interview with Jennifer Skews, but before we do, Lawson, we've got another quiz question for today. Here we go, our next quiz question. What did Solomon possess that was measureless like the sands of the seashore? Mm. If you know the answer to that one, 0491-064-669 is the number to text. And of course, if you text that number in, with a correct answer, you'll go into the draw to win our amazing prize, Preaching from the Grave, a story of faith from the Rwandan yeah. genocide. Just an amazing story of someone who was able to survive, um, but also able to just completely rely on God and stand up for what they believe in. And particularly when you read the blurb, stand up for God's truth as well. Oh. Stand up for doing the right thing. Absolutely. Um, and upholding God's commandments in their life. 0491-064-669 is the number to text if you know the answer to that one. And guys, texts have been flying oh, in Oh, haven't they been fast. flying in so much? It's really good to see the answer. So just remember to state it or star it as mm-hmm. well. Like if you want to just send in your answers but don't want to go in for the draw, just put a star there or just state that you want to don't want to be in it too. Mm-hmm. But, but that number again is 0491-064-669. We've got our time now. With, just before we yes. get into our time with Jennifer Skews, I just want to read the question one more time. What yes. did Solomon possess? 
that was measureless like the sand of the seashore. All right, yeah. let's get into it. Let's and get Solomon's well known for this stuff yes. too. He covers a lot on that. That's what I love. So, yeah, thanks for that, Lawson. Jennifer, um, are you there, Jennifer? I'm here. Hello. Yes. Welcome back. Definitely. We always look forward to your time on the on the Brain Series. And I know last time you covered about feed, which is focused attention, effort, effortless, and determination, and, of Absolutely. course, playing games yep. and things like that. And, yep. you know, to keep our brain ticking over. Where are we going with you today in our time? Well, uh, is there anything you would like to focus on? Yeah, yeah. Lawson's got a key question for you that we've just been discussing before our song and before you came on. So take it away, Lawson. Yeah, we talked about this one specific case that has come up over the last couple of days where a famous actor named Jamie Foxx, he posted on Facebook, they killed this dude named Jesus. What do you think they'll do to you? Hashtag fake friends, hashtag fake love. And... The purpose of the post was to talk about, oh, my friend betrayed me. And if they, if they even betrayed Jesus, you know, if they killed Jesus, yep, what do you yes. think, you know, what do you think your friends will do to you kind of thing? Um, yes. and, and he got really like lambasted and, and attacked and whatnot online for being anti-Semitic. And I think what I, what we saw a lot of and what we discussed is because he didn't mention the Jews. He didn't reference the Jews. People were calling him anti-Semitic. He didn't mention or reference those people at all. In fact, you know, he was comparing himself to Jesus. And, and even you could say it wasn't even really referencing the Jews, but rather those who betrayed him, which is mm-hmm. like his disciples. Uh, yes. And, and so it's, but people have seen an opportunity to attack Jamie Foxx, to, to call out persecution, to feel victimized, and they and they took it. And we'd love to ask, you know, what, what kind of what? Where leads, did the brain go? Yeah, what leads to that <laughs> kind of situation? Sides. Why did people in that moment feel such a need to go to, to to just rush in and say, "Oh, why are you attacking me? Why are you persecuting these people?" Yeah, well, I think people today. There's a lot of people out there who have really strong. Um, agendas where it's easy to um, react to things Mm. and it's very emotionally driven. It is Mm. not rational. It's not logical. Mm. And if it wasn't, if they weren't attacking this situation and this person, they'd be attacking something else. Oh, wow. yeah, uh, there, and this is where we've got a very very volatile society from what I'm seeing. I'm not saying everyone, Mm -hmm. but... And certain topics are hot topics. Mm-hmm. You know, there's things they say don't talk about politics, <laughs> sex and religion. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, it's in the news all the time at the moment. Yes. So, yeah, so it, I just think it is a very um, fragile topic and people have very strong views. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of people who struggle to, um, well, first of all, they can't connect to God. They're not godly people in that sense. And I'm not judging. I'm just saying that Mm. if they understood what the person was saying, they Mm. wouldn't have reacted that way. Mm. So I think probably misinterpretation, personalizing it. It's like they're having a go at me or my beliefs or whatever. Often Mm. that happens. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't know if that's of any help. I would love to know in some kind of like mental or maybe like a physiological, like a brain sense, is there something for us when we, you know, see that opportunity to feel attacked or, or like we are drawn so much to negative things and we want to participate in negative things. For example, like, like as humans, we love gossip. 
like and terrible uh-huh. gossip. We love talking no, about. No, no, hold on. I, I don't like yeah, gossip. Yeah, I, know, I understand, but it's it seems to be Just very correction. very much a part of the human condition to like yes. want to gossip and talk about awful things about people. Even though it's awful and it's bad and it makes it's you feel dangerous. worse, yes. but and then yep. it's like, but then we love doing it and we can't stop doing it. Like, wh- why? Why is that? Why are we so well, drawn to this? If you don't have a life of your own and you're not happy with your own life, you know, and this is where it comes back to your relationship with Christ, with walking with God. Your life is fulfilled. You're other centered. I'm sure we can be self-centered, but when you aren't happy with your life and you have, and these people who love to gossip have a lot of damage from their early Mm. childhood and they are totally preoccupied with looking for people that they can gossip about. It's the drama. And this means they love the adrenaline and the cortisol that Mm. comes with that sort of attitude. Now, I had a client this week who has been greatly damaged by gossip in churches, mm. work environment, um, and she said it follows her everywhere. So this means these groups, like if it be a work environment, that a system that is, you know, not just one place, but p- things get passed on. Mm. You know, yes. People ring up the next place they're going to or they, they just love to gossip. Churches are a classic. Mm-hmm. Social clubs are a classic, mm-hmm. um, and it's very damaging and it's very self-destructive. But those people don't realise it, mm. and it's really sad, isn't it? I mean, that Jennifer is saying that that it's that churches can be one of those key places, and yet, yes, and yes. yet, and, you know, and and um, you know, for me, when I see it in that space, that it's those that are truly converted, because there's 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 religion, mm-hmm. there's Christianity, isn't there? There really? is. We can and, be religious mm-hmm. in intellectually or we can have the heart for it yes Mm. and when there's Mm. that true conversion those sort of things we kind of go that is not of christ i don't want to have anything to do with that and you want to move Mm -hmm. away from it you know so um but you know my question too comes with that you know you mentioned something just earlier jennifer that that um you know there's the the emotionally driven that this emotional Mm -hmm. reaction and we all can tend to get moments of actually having that that something is said to us or we might read something or we hear something and we're just triggered and then we might in you know because of the emotional Mm -hmm. reaction we we it triggers something and so we actually can misinterpret it in the same way that that you know uh, Jamie Foxx's readers did the same yes. on his on his yep. statement. Then, and what you know, what kind of? And I'm sure Lawson's going to come back to his thing in a sec with that too. But in this moment, what can we actually do in that moment to stop? You know, so that we don't mm-hmm. get triggered and react mm. so the quickly. Way we do. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There there are two things here. I just wanted to one. I wanted to come back to, and that is with gossip. One way of stopping gossip is when people come to tell you something about someone else, say, uh, sometimes say, oh, where'd you get that from? Mm-hmm. Oh, so-and-so told me. Well, I'd like to get it from the horse's mouth, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't like to hear things on the grapevine because often it gets distorted, and they mm-hmm. usually don't come back to me with gossip again. And yeah. often they're the people I know that like to share information. Mm-hmm. So there's ways you can do it by not being part of it. I don't like gossip. I don't like spreading yeah. information, mm-hmm. you know. So it's it's something we can do, make a stand for. Mm-hmm. Um, but coming back to your next situation where 
people go into, it's like a tirade. It mm. brings out this anger or aggression in them. Mm. And it's because within that person, there is something they haven't resolved within themselves that's very mm. personal because they then personalize. We often misinterpret what people say. Mm. and think they mean something they don't, and then we overreact. And it is emotional, and as far as brain function goes, you go, left brain is more the processing intelligence centre that makes sense of things, that rationalises things. The Mm. right brain is a window into the emotional storehouse, which, as we've said before, is five senses it's stored in. It's a video recorder. So when someone says something that the, the, the thinking brain oh, they're having a go at me, for example, then it will go straight to the right brain emotional link and bring up all the times that something's happened like that that's emotionally loaded. Mm -hmm. So we're bringing the past emotion into the present and reacting. Mm. Right? So we can we can bring often we ninety percent of emotion in the present can be loaded from the past. Ninety percent. No, up to well, I think sometimes a hundred percent when wow. someone is in a total rage. So when, how do you know? Well, I know because I'm feeling that reaction come up. It's a physical feeling. Mm. So in in the um, just the area of the autonomic nervous system, which is the front through up to the heart and up that way, then we feel that rise, and you can feel that rise happening mm. where you just want to lash out. But if you can contain that rise and that means i do a lot of deep breathing i I can feel myself reacting Mm. observe yourself versus ride with the emotion and that's Mm. a skill we have to learn and do it in little ways like when you find someone irritates you go okay let's just sit with this and why are they irritating me you ask yourself questions be the observer versus the participant Mm. right once that Yeah. Once we go into emotion, we're now being the participant. We are actioning it. But when you observe, it's like being the detective or the um, reporter. Mm. You're you're looking at it, and it's like you can feel it in the body. You observe the body, observe what that feeling is, and then writing it down if you can't resolve it. Because when you write it down, there are three parts of the brain that function: one that writes it down, two that reads it back, and then if you read it out loud, there's a third part of the brain that is being actioned. Mm. So this is where it's multifunctional or faceted when we write things out, and it gets it out of the brain. If not, you can walk around all day, going around and around and around with it. Right? Oh, so true. Then someone says something and wham, out you come again and react. You're already mm-hmm. on that edge. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, come back to those people we were talking about, the reactor to Jamie Foxx. Uh-huh. They have a, an agenda, a, some damage along the way, something that is for them um, a hot potato, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And Jamie Foxx happened to do, and it was to do with religion, and how many people asked though anti-religion or being burned by it, Mm. um, have been damaged by it or been brought up with legalism that Mm. are ready to react to any of that or Mm. have an agenda like Mm. the anti-Semitic agenda. So Mm. this is where um, it's a loaded gun if you want Mm. to look at it that way. Mm -hmm. 
that yeah. makes sense. And it's hmm. uh, when it seems as though when yeah, it's touching the phrase of those things. People are sucking it into a narrative that it should never have been a part of. But I think I love what you've said, you know, particularly about gossip, and I think it relates to this topic too as well. Yes. It's like if you've got a gossip problem, if you've got an angry tirade problem, it seems as though from what I've gathered so far, you just need to get a life. Um, and also deal, deal with the, deal with the, deal with the, that's right. Like also to deal with the trauma, to deal with the emotional problems, maybe speak to someone about it, but underlying that, get a life, like get help, get a life, find something better to do because it is not helping anyone. And I'm sure it's like, it's, and, and even so, like, even with Jamie Foxx looking at reading the article through and the amount, there was like a number of his close friends who were Jewish, who work in either the music industry or in Hollywood or whatever, yeah. they're like, this guy is not racist. They're like, he's, he's not anti-Semitic. They went into the protection mode yeah, this they're, time. They're, they're yeah. like, like, you they're guys protecting are, him. They're, they're yeah. like, you guys yeah. are all wrong. Like, like <laughs> we know God. him personally. We know he's not like this. Um, and, yeah. so, and so it proved futile. Like this online tirade from all these people happened for no reason. And from yep. what you've said so far, simply because... They need to get a life. <laughs> like, well, they do. <laughs> but if you look at it as getting your own life instead of intruding in everyone else's oh, life. Oh, I love what you've said there. Mm. Yeah. Because uh, their whole life, and I know I've been the victim of gossipers, whether it be, and it, they've, some of them have been connected to family, and it's mm. very destructive. And they, if it's not you, they're picking on someone else. Mm. You know, they, they're just chronic um, people who love to attack mm. you know, or I, I love to away. share gossip. I mm. move away from those kind of people, Jennifer. They're yeah. just yes. so destructive. Yeah, They are. And they're often highly intelligent and very emotionally damaged. Wow. Ooh. And what? and strong personalities that oh, really, yeah. Look and out. they collect people and get rid of them very rapidly. We're looking at the extreme end of people like yeah. that. Yeah. Some people just like to share information and asking, is it relevant? Do I need to share it with someone? Do I need to ask the person if I can share that story? You know, so there's things we can do to stop it being gossip but be more productive. Mm. But if we have things in our own life, I don't have time to take in everyone else's life and go and tell everyone I'm busy yeah, with well, my own life. That's it. Oh, that's amazing. A- that's awesome. Hey, Jennifer, we're going to continue on. Thank you so much for sharing with us this morning and getting into this awesome impromptu topic about gossip, about drama. Uh, we're really grateful. We're going to continue on with the show. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.